cliffcentral.com. It is the Gas Comedy Podcast. Am I on? Give me some ears. There we go. It's 9 o'clock. It's Friday, the something of October. And it's, um, it's going to be the Gas Comedy Podcast. And I thought I'd just let you guys know how lonely it is. Give me some music there. This is, um, this is a song for, for me. Because every single comedian that I booked today decided, fuck you, Dave. We don't want to talk to you. So this song's for me. It's like a shout out to all the comedians that let me down. And uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? We give you like a free platform to talk about your comedy and you just don't pitch. But I also have, I have phone roulette, which I'm just going to scroll through my phone and then phone a few comedians. And then also we have a wrap up of festivals. So this weekend there was something called the Clarence Comedy Festival, first time ever. And then of course there was Rocking the Daisies. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the song we're playing. Um, a couple of things happened. We went to Rocking the Daisies. There was, we managed to fill four shows a day. So from, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we did shows 8 o'clock, 11 o'clock, a three, a 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and a 5 o'clock show every day. I think that's after 14 years of doing Rocking the Daisies. That is progress. They still put us in the corner, though. I don't know why. They put the, the comedy tent right next to like a weird, ravey tent. We a guy with, plugged his violin in and then played music for nobody. But they had this loud, drummy, violent dude next to us playing music while we were doing comedy. Um, put us up near the food, man. Let people have some chow and then listen to a good comedy show. And the cool thing about the comedy is you can relax. There's beanbags. You can chill. It's, it's clever. Festival comedy is smart. People don't really all want to just rock out with their cocks out every hour. Opie Coppy's got a comedy tent. Dusty, rusty festival, whatever it's called, they had a comedy tent. Don't know why they, do, why they don't do it anymore, but um, Rocking the Daisy is definitely stuck with it, so that was cool. And then we're going to phone Rabin, who's got news about the Clarence Comedy Festival. Fuck, this is such a sad song. If you are listening to this podcast, you can. I don't mind if you do slit your wrists at this point. All right, first up, I'm going to be giving a call to Brendan Murray. I'm going to stop this fucker from singing. Thank you. You can go. <laughs> All right, that, the first one up is, is Brendan. Is it in? It's not even coming through. So that whole song didn't even work. No, it won't work. Put in there. It works better on that. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, it works. All right, let's put this in here. Is he listening? Brendan, can you hear us? I'm listening. Can, can they hear I'm us? Can listening. the humans hear us? Fantastic, man. Brendan, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you, Dave? Look at this. Palessa is producing the show. I just want to tell you that she has the fingers of magicalness. So you, and I didn't know how the nice. phone thing worked, but it turns out that if I plug the fucking thing in, it works. Well, that's amazing. I'm, I'm just so glad it's a show. When you invited me to a podcast, I thought we were going to be it's wrapping a non, our it's balls a non in show. plaster of Paris and taking casts of our pod. Oh, I remember that time. Oh, remember that time. Yeah. Oh, that was a great time. Oh, that was man. a great time. We, we couldn't tell whose balls were who. But yeah, exactly. It was exactly. like a, And your voice, your voice is deeper. Your voice dropped recently. Was there something about your balls? Yes. 
Um, no, no, it was, uh, I, I changed uh, from Stuyvesant Blue to Stuyvesant Red. <laughs> yeah, filter. That really, yeah, no, that brought it through. No, your voice um, is that, a Gunston voice, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I, I prefer Texan plain. <laughs> That's uh, what my grandfather used to uh, smoke. What? Oh, he like was, right he up was until he died of the throat cancer? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> they called him at the shops. You know when you've got like a real smoking attitude when the when the Portuguese shop in Parkhurst calls you Mr. Texan. Wow. Yeah. I, listen, then, then then your dad was Mr. Texan. No, that's grandfather. Grand, my dad's got um your grandfather. Got oh, prostate, my dad's got prostate cancer. So yeah, we all we all dying, oh, yeah. the Levinsons. Well well then is, is he smoking through the, the little <laughs> he hole is. In his penis? <laughs> no, my dad oh, put it? um some sort of a radioactive little pellets into his nutsack, which releases slow uh, radioactive vibes to your prostate. Did you know about this? No, I didn't know about this. Okay, this, this is a new this is a new new thing. That's, put, uh, that's how we're going to make superheroes one day. Well, that's what I said to my dad. I said, wow, you like the Hulk now? He goes, yeah, but like um, my, my balls re- uh, glow in the dark. So, so he said, now they can see me coming. And I'm like, dad, you're 74. No one's seen you come for fucking years. I don't know who you're showing your balls I, to. I t- well, well, listen, listen. Does he have a gym membership? Not only that, but he probably lives next to a primary school or something. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're 74, you can get away with it, I, I think. I think that's the, yeah. That's well, the deal. I, I, I think when I'm 74, no one's going to see me coming either. Because from about 65, I'm just going to I'm going <laughs> to go buy. We're not, I'm, I'm, I'm take... going to do it differently. <laughs> you know, like no, I'm going to take my... heterosexual. Maybe you missed something out on something. You know. You know what my real plan is? I don't like talking about this on on a podcast because this is a, a fictional radio show. It's not real. But my real yes. actual plan is to take my retirement annuity from Liberty Life, which when I turn yeah. 70 is like a million rand or something stupid. And then I'm going to oh, buy wow. a, a kilogram of cocaine and put it on the on the porch and get like a little spoon and just sit on the porch and, and just eat it. Just eat it slowly. Just eat it like, slowly. Like, like a sorbet. And then go for a walk in my, in my underpants down the road and just people go, oh, there's that crazy guy. Meantime, I'm having there's the that fucking crazy time of my life. Listen, if, if I were you, I'd maybe put it in like a Tupperware or something. <laughs> Obviously. Because next thing the wind comes up. Yeah, there's a million rand gone. There's a million rand. Oh, no, it won't be, it won't be so chopped. It'll be a block. You'll have to chop and do it yourself. Oh, wow. Jeez, don't think like so, that advanced. Listen, who's your guy? How do you know how to get a block? Or are you going <laughs> to compress it I yourself? Think when I'm 74, there'll be some sort of a plan. There'll be some sort of a plan. I, yeah. I've got a bet with a buddy of mine because we're both born in 1983. Jesus. That in the year of our 83rd birthday, if we're both still alive, Anyway. Then the deal is we I've have seen to you at comedy. I've seen you at comedy die. festivals. You won't be. I'm just telling you now. Well, I'm exactly. not an actuarial but scientist, Brendan Murray, but you will not make 83. But you never know. I could be like what, like 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 the homeless. I could be pickled <laughs> from the inside out, unkillable. You actually, start getting younger. No now tell me, exactly. people people might not know who you are. Um, do do one of your ads that are currently running. Just say the stuff. Just say uh, the, do, do say a punchline. Yeah, of a voiceover. I used to be a, a, a plastic bottle, but now, thanks to Tuffy, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> do the hard sell. So I, I, I do that guy. Then I'm also the, the guy when it's, I think it's like a spur ad where they're trying to rip off everyone's getting two for one Mondays. Okay. So a dude comes into a tattoo parlor. I'm the, I'm the tattooist. I see. I'm like, oh, so you want one of these? <laughs> and then he says, yeah, but I get two for one. And he's like, no, bro. Not you yet. You can handle the pain. <laughs> I'm that cool. guy. All right. So the people guy. need to know that. Yeah. It's important because podcast-wise, we speak to a lot of people and then people don't really know who that are. Also, are you on Devil's Peak Mountain? Are you in Cape Town? 
I'm in Cape Town right where, now. Where yes, at the, at the moment, I'm literally at the bottom of Kloof Street, top of Long Street, where Baden Single meets Orange and Long meets Kloof. And Kloof meets the hipsters. Yes. Are you down I've at got, Vida? Got, I got my back to the McDonald's and my my, my penis in in the Long Street baths. No, that's that's, that's exactly that's how exact they like position. it. That's how they like it. That's exactly how. Is there a barber shop on your left? Is there a barber shop upstairs? I went uh, there. there is. There is now. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then Marvel's across the road yeah. from you. Yes. Well, I don't yes. know exactly where you're standing. Like directly across. Okay. Cool. So, Just that, you know what that is. What you've done now is we're going to grow global uh, positioning, comedian global positioning. It's CGPS. So now they know okay. where you are. They know who you are. Fantastic. Okay. Can you tell me how did and, and you? This, yes. Have, have you heard of that that new thing that's like supposed to be better than GPS? Uh, it's <laughs> Jesus. Called, um, three words. <laughs> Jesus, so help me! Words. I'm lost. Help me, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, please. They've they've basically mapped the whole world and then given each square meter of ground to a woman. Different three word combination. Oh, my God. And that's what it is. And they're they're using it as a new way to like deliver stuff. So there's no satellites uh, involved. It's it's a land based. There there are no satellites involved. It's all all land based. Because the the problem with GPS is like Australia moves at about like 15 to, to 20 centimeters a year. So Australia after like moves. ten years, all your GPS it moves. It's currently it's currently on on its They're going to blame they're going to blame the Aboriginal people. You know that, hey? Yeah. No, that that's that's the, that they keep trying to keep all those Pacific Islanders out hmm. when the entire country is actually slowly drifting north, <laughs> and eventually they will be part of Papua New Guinea, wow. and then they can't complain anymore. That's such a weird. Oh. That's an immigration um, scam, basically. They're saying this is no longer Australia. Oh, yeah. We're actually part of Japan. Exactly. I think. No, it's, I would it's think Australia would move away from the world. They'd actually try and those guys are fully into going to Mars and fucking that up. Well, as well. that's. I I think they've probably got a couple of people on the east and west coast with the oars right now trying to paddle the. <laughs> exactly. And then we know exactly who's rowing. But now they they've, yeah, they've you know, said Zach, you know you know who's doing all the work. Dave. <laughs> when they you get to Mars, when the Australians get to Mars, they go, "We are the custodians of Mars for <laughs> for oh, the yeah. Martian people." And we will look after it for them, although we wipe them out. We wipe them yeah, out. we'll wipe them out. Okay, now Brendan, tell us how you got the gig yeah. for Daisy. Although let's let's go back a bit. Let's go back two two years to when when I met you. No, let's go back ten years when I met you. Let's go back to ten years when 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 you were booking the daisies. Yes, and I and was then, just a young comedian. Do you remember young? And, and now look at you for walk. You know what? You're in my footsteps. You know how fucked your life I is. Am. <laughs> I, I, I'm just waiting for a balloon payment on the bucky <laughs> to come and screw me. Shame, and then I'll man. Be, I'll, be, I'll be you. My balloon but, payment um, on my bucky is my is my nemesis. I cannot. I look at that thing. I'm like, why? A balloon's a happy what? thing. You know, when you're a kid, you get a balloon at a party. When you're an adult, you get yeah. a fucking balloon payment on your bucky. Yeah, that's when that's and it's that, not a folding balloon that you can fold into an animal. No, 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 it's not one of the long ones. It it it, it feels like it should be dick shaped for the the amount of screwing the balloon is doing to you. But well, you know what's nice. So far, we've chatted about cocaine, our balls being in Prosper Paris. There's a berkey shouting at you now. Yes, yes, there's okay. plenty of berkeys to shout. Okay, so now how did, so a few years ago, I was organising daisies, and did I pay you guys on time, or did we have a problem with um, um, you, seed? I, I think you, you you paid us like after like it was on time, but it was like a month or two after the sure, event. I'm apologising. And we all knew, but no, no, we all knew it would be a month or two after the event. Okay, did like, I, when, I, but you all knew I was up. I was taking that money and putting it. I went straight to Grand West and put it all on red. 
Oh yes, oh yes. Otherwise, we would have got paid the next day. Exactly, exactly. I needed. When I called, I called. Black. I used to call the Daisy's uh, comedy organization thing. They used to give me forty thousand rand and said we want twenty comedians. I used to take that money. I used it as bridging finance. <laughs> nice <laughs> for your next balloon. Yeah, for my next balloon. I'm like, I'm not paying these comedians. I have to pay my back. You fuckers. Yeah. All right. So now you well, so, you are now the so, organizer. So, I'm, I'm now the organizer. What do they call um, you? Call yourself, I'm, Brendan Murray Incorporated. It's just, yeah, I, I go by Merchants of Mischief, but it's nice. not like a registered company. Well, it's like That's Eminem. A crazy thing in South Africa. You can just go trading as. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're like I'm Brendan. I'm trading as a, a Norwegian man. Well, how do you think I? Just... How do you think I sell beer? I don't have a tax <laughs> number. It's trading as Dave Brew. <laughs> Dave Brew. Yeah. But listen, you came up with that name. That's your intellectual. Gee, problem. thanks. That's all yours. Yeah, it's what everyone's called me for yeah. the last 40 years. <laughs> we do have a, well, at half past nine, we have something called breakfast beer tasting. I'm, f- I'm sorry you're not here. Oh, I wish I could be there. Well, I, c- I can see Beer House now. I'm down that end. Okay, well, then why don't we do, a, why don't we do a thing, a what I call a satellite link. You go into Beer House and order a Devil's Peak First Light Golden Ale. Okay. All right, because breakfast then, beer. And then we'll, we'll taste it together. We'll taste it together. Tapiso has arrived. <laughs> you know what I was playing on the radio before we started? I played that song by Eric Carmen all by myself. You know, sing it, sing it. Oh yeah, sing all it. All by myself. Don't wanna be. All <laughs> by myself. Brendan Murray standing in the middle of Cliff Street, and people are giving him money now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, but so let's talk. Let's talk business. Stop, okay. <laughs> yes, let's talk business. Okay, and uh, how was uh, how many Daisies festivals have you organised? I have organised now three. Uh, the last three. What happened? One, you were busy organising it, and then Martin Evans took over from you. Yeah, Martin um, Evans literally then, can't organise a piss up in a brewery. Well, well, listen, let's just say that, that he did better than the people who came after him, who started booking like weird circus acts yes. and like the worst comics in town, like the worst comics. Yeah, the people right? that just they're, the, they're friends of theirs, like they they know. Yeah, oh, do you know? Do you know this yeah. person? He does comedy. Yeah, it, it, and the thing is, very not a lot of people actually go to live comedy in Cape Town compared to how many people go to Rocking the Daisies. That's right. right? How, what was there? Do you have any info on that? How many people went to see No, it? I think they had like 22,000 and, and two in down from last year? <laughs> um, no, I, I think it was slightly up from last year. And there were some, there were some um, things that happened. A guy drowned. There were, there were some things that happened. Like, like last year felt a lot fuller. Like, because there was um, one more guy. Because there was one more guy. No, no because the, the space for the main stage was uh, compressed okay. by like another 200 meters. So now there was just more space for people to be in. That's right. So, so it looks a bit empty. about looks the same empty. amount of people, maybe maybe like a thousand people more, but then there was a lot more room. Okay. You know? Sure. But, um, so you organize, no, how do you so feel about that? Like, do you, do you feel that they're taking away your comedicness by making you an organizer or are you still stand up? Um, no, I, 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 I'm still a stand up. And it, the only time it takes away my comedicness is when I have to do administration okay. and it gets me down. Invoicing. Like sending emails. Well, sending emails to 30 comics. Just to check that they that they know when they're on. So first you got you got to call the guys. Are you free? Fine. Yes. Then you email them. Then you send them their contract. Then the contract comes back. Uh, then I remember that contract was festival, seven pages. I didn't know what to do. Two weeks before the festival, even if they've signed the contract, even if they've read all seven pages, Dave, they'll still phone you and go, um, well, actually, is my show? I've got this other job, oh, or there's a girl I want to knob, or can I rather do Sunday? <laughs> Who said that? Saturday? Who said the girl knob um, thing? 
Gino. Listen, they, 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 yes, it was Gino. It was Gino, wasn't it? But it was. It was. And how Gino, do you go about getting your lineup? So, so I offered him more money, and then he said, "Cool, he could afford to, to buy her later." <laughs> more so money than the girl was offering we, him. We were covered. Yes, I think Gino is a gigolo. I think he does hire his penis out for 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 extramural activities. Listen, in, in the right light, I can't tell who looks more like a penis: Gino Fernandez or Pete Sawanga. <laughs> like, I think Pete's like the erect penis, and, and Gino's, Gino's the, just the like hairy the one, the, the un- yeah. unkept, unkempt, <laughs> unkempt, unmanscaped penis. Wow! So you now, how do you go about your life? Park? <laughs> how do you go about getting your lineups? Do you go to comedy shows in Cape Town? Where do you where do you get your where do you call? Where do you get? I, I do I do go to, to comedy shows in Cape Town. It, it starts first of all with uh, with the budget. And then I, I dream big and I try and lock down like my, my hosts and my headliners from all over the country. And do you just offer and them a then, fee? Say, listen, are you keen? Are you in or out? That's the just, fee. Take yes, it or leave it. And, and I offer them a fee. And are, then, you, uh, are you a businessman? Sometimes man, they Brendan? ask for more money. I'm a terrible businessman, Dave. <laughs> I'm the worst businessman in the whole world. You know, when you paid me that money, oh. I went and bought a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Cape Town because I flew in and I had no clothes so the money you gave and me you had, you just I had no clothes, shoes. but you go back to Joburg so you needed shoes now. I couldn't go back to Joburg I landed, from, I landed from Seychelles and went straight to the airport straight to from internationals to straight local in. and came to you so I bought a jacket and a pair of shoes in Cliff Street whoop, whoop. oh well, well you got a jacket and a pair of shoes on Cliff yeah. Street for that amount thank you so Jesus, much you, you found a bargain <laughs> I, I, I think one of the funniest payment stories was uh, Skulk Pizadnote I let him know that I've got his money, and he's like, cool, don't put it in my bank account. Can you give it to me cash? Oh, my God. And I said, fine, I've, I've got the cash. He's like, cool, where are you? And I told him I was, I was up on, uh, on Cliff Street. So he, he cycled there with his little pants, with skinny pants rolled up, and one of those ridiculous jerseys of his with his crazy hair. What bicycle he has he got? One of those hipster green, light no, green it, it, it was, bicycles. It was a bicycle he had borrowed from another drama student. That's oh, how man. hipster it was. It wasn't even his bicycle. That's ultimate. You know That's the I mean? ultimate. He never has he, he to use need, it. He doesn't need possessions. The no. possessions come to him. Imagine, so imagine I, I there him. was no possessions. Imagine all exactly. the people. Exactly. All the people living for today. <laughs> yes, tell me. But so, I gave him his money, and he says, oh, thank you very much, da, da, da. and he steps outside onto the pavement, and he looks across the road, and he goes, ooh, a thrift shop, oh, and man. goes straight across the street and spent all of his money on more, more, more jerseys. He's obviously like making that. too much money, that boy, but what a obviously. talented, fuck it, jeep, is he properly what comedy? A kid, you know when eh? the, You know when Oblix fell in the, in the, the soup, in Asterix and Oblix? Yes. Oblix had so that So what do you strength. think he fell in? I'm telling you now. Do you think he fell in all the jokes they didn't tell because it was apartheid? Skog presented literally, exactly. So he's got a, lo- a large little, what would you call it, like a, a, a plethora, no, an arsenal. He has an arsenal of jokes yes, that he, he can he tell now. Into arsenal. Yeah, he can tell jokes. He comes across, he's slightly camp, but he's, he's Afrikaans, yep. but you kind of forget, all the black communities are like, oh man, he's one of those harmless Afrikaans. He's not going to take our land and make us work. Yes. So yes. he's just you, got you, like, you, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, yeah. And he's, he's been dipped in comedy. For, he's, he took to it naturally. Like he just jumped in. Yeah, he, he literally, and in, instead of drowning, he drank the whole pool. <laughs> a lot, a lot of comedians take a while to establish water them, monster. To establish that amount of, of, of rapport with the yeah. audience. But also, I, I think because Skulk, look, it is an extension of who he is as a human being. But, um, you know, they, they, South African, Afrikaans people needed that mischievous little guy to represent that. them. Exactly. So he's like they, a thin, they, he's like not, a thin not cusper. All Afrikaans people, yeah, not all Afrikaans people are Steve Hoffman or Francois Van Gogh. Exactly. You know, some of them are just like a little, 
a little effeminate. They wear their grandma's jerseys, but they make you laugh with <laughs> exactly. their pedo moustache exactly. and their beautiful curly the hair. moustache, slightly camp jerseys. I mean, a formula. Who would not? Who could not wear yeah. that formula? He, he, he looks. He looks like the weatherman. On, on an early gay channel in the 1970s. Yeah, exactly. Like, they had so cancer? many of those. <laughs> so many of those channels. <laughs> now, listen, how was give us a give us a out of 10, give us a little review of just the comedy tent. Like, how did you – we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Oh, we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How many yeah. shows on Friday? Um, two shows on Friday and one thing called the Dirty Quiz. Did you run that? Uh, I, I had to because Paul Snodgrass oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, so. was okay. having uh, heart surgery. Sure, um, Paul must have been sad that he missed Rocking the Daisies. He's been a stalwart. Yes, no, he, he's sad he missed it, but he's also happy that his father is well. He's well. Okay, cool. So you did a dirty yeah. quiz, which is all rude words and, and euphemisms. It's, it's, it's all rude words. It's, just, it's, it's basically like at that stage in the day, they still want us to do another comedy gig. And I'm like, no, people oh, are too drunk, really, to like enjoy. No, so rather like have drunk people joke, doing a quiz. Like, than... a, like a story. <laughs> no, wait, no, but if, if it's a quiz, like, okay, how big's the biggest dick in the world? Who's you? What's oh, yes, all okay. Wait, Tabisa's here. Yeah, I don't know if you know Tabisa. Tabisa Mashlang Mashlangu. No. Like, which, what does it mean? I don't know. Tabiso <laughs> Mflongo is here with us. Ask us a question from the dirty quiz. We'll we'll answer it now. Yeah, well, let's do okay. that. Uh, Just warning, we are drinking breakfast beer. Okay. Um, how old is the world's oldest living prostitute? Is it your mom? <laughs> it's not my mom. She's waiting for this other bitch to die. <laughs> like, oldest living prostitute must be in her in her seventies, seventy four. Okay. I'd bang a seventy four year old. That's my limit. Is that your? It's probably eighty seven. Eighty seven. Uh, Tabisa's going with eighty seven. I'm going yeah. with seventy four. Okay. Tabisa is closest. She Eight. is eighty nine. Where does she live? She Where lives is she? In China. Oh. She lives in China, and she sees approximately fourteen Johns a week. Okay. They're all quite old. They're guys, they're guys she's been seeing for years. These are like a regular oh, okay, clients. regular. She services 14 old men a week. I've always wondered why you'd have a regular prostitute. Surely the whole idea is that you see different vaginas. Why yes. would you have the same one? <laughs> no, but you see, no, Dave, Dave, some people go to prostitutes because they're lonely. And they're That's right. Some well, let me play, let me play my song for you then. <laughs> oh, by myself. Oh. Right. At least when I wank now, I can think about her. What's her name? 89. Exactly. I, I think it's the search world's oldest prostitute. Okay, well, yeah, I, my I search think... engine breaks down when I start searching stuff like that. <laughs> my search engine says, Dave, seriously, come on now. Is, is, is there a porn link on the internet that you haven't clicked? No, the, what happens like now is Google, they started, Google, Google starts like... asking me, like when someone asks for a weird request, they, they, Google phones me and says, Dave, I've got a guy here. He needs an Asian schoolgirl uh, who's dressed like a 79-year-old prostitute. I'm like, I've got one. Right, and you're like, well, I just happen to have an Asian schoolgirl tied up in my basement right now. <laughs> then, when Google phones you and asks you for a request, yes. we need three midgets. Yeah, do you have to go? Belgium, Belgium has just come online. We, no, boy. We need <laughs> Do some up all night trying to service these other recruits. Okay, now, so how was oh, the I, comedy in your, in your I opinion? I bet you're up all night. Um, yeah, I, I think it was great. It was really nice to have uh, Conrad Koch there this year. I've been trying to get him to the festival for a little bit. Uh, Derek Watson, the Sunday Blues, was also amazing to have them. Of okay. course, your fine self hosting two shows. Sober. That's how you know I love you. <laughs> I kept sober. <laughs> you know what someone said to me? Like, aren't you, aren't you too old for Rocking the, Rocking the Daisies to be there? I'm 47. But I thought about it like... It's a comedy thing. 
it's it's about connecting yeah. and, and having people relying on beanbags, just enjoying the stuff. And what I liked about the younger audience is they they ooh quite a bit. Like if you say something about Oscar or like the guy at KG mentioned yeah, the they, guy drowning. Yeah, that, that's it. They can still be shocked. They're all still shocked. And I thought young people are totally like free and they're dangly. I call it dangly. Like they look little, octop- like little octopuses just accepting everything. Like, ooh, that's an interesting <laughs> concept. I'll accept that concept. Ooh, look at that. But actually, oh. these younger guys are more conservative than my older guys who do my golf days, those 50-year-olds. 50-year-old yeah, guys, you well, say something about because... Oscar. Like I said, Oscar's knees at the right height without legs is at the right height for yeah. blowjobs in the shower in jail. What? Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't have to drop the soap. He's really at that height. Yeah. And they'll go, but you see, the, the, the golf day guys don't really laugh at that because they've, they, they've heard all the so Oscar drunk. jokes. They've got their friends sending it to them straight away. <laughs> These youngsters, they're, they're all trying to be social justice warriors. They're all trying to be PC. Okay, so you say you know, that so they don't a successful rock in the days is comedy tent. Yes, I, I would they hired say you a, again. A roaring success. They they hired us again. They'll probably hire us for for a fourth time now. Can you move the tent and, a little uh, bit closer to the the market? Or is it yes, because I, 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 I want to try and get us a little even further away from the beach bar. Why are we next My, to the, Why are we next to the rave tent with a violin plugged into a sequencer? Yeah, well, that's 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 another. You see, they said the hemp stage, that one that faced us, would have a smaller rig, yes. and it did. It but did, that didn't yeah, mean but there, the band, were tw- there were six people the doing yoga. A smaller rig. Exactly. So <laughs> the, they got one guy playing guitar, and then there were two people just swaying, and it's so loud, and we're just trying to do talky talky. Just that he can fuck off, man, with your stupid folk. <laughs> fuck off with your violin. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's eating fire, and he's hula hooping, and it's, this is a band? Ah, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Brendan. Children pay for that music. Listen, Dave, I'm afraid I have to flee. Exactly, go. I've got a half past nine voiceover. Oh, you have a voiceover, hey? Do, do, yes, do some voiceover right for us. I'm standing right outside Milestone Studios right now. <laughs> Goldstone. It's gonna All be, right. Yeah, I think, I think this one today is going to be like the Cat S60. Built for it. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, I don't know what to say. Like, just be cool. And thanks for organizing Rock in the Daisies really well. I think uh, my, I was, I was happy pleasure. to see I'm, how sober and focused you are. Unless it's that chick you did. Thank you. Thank you. Nice big change from last year. Yes, you have a lovely big change. <laughs> Thank you, man. Okay. Cheers, bro, Gene. Cheers, Brendan. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So that's Brendan Murray, and um, I'm supposed to go back to... back to, to Bisa, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How and are why, you? Why are you in um, the studio today? In the studio. I came, Tell us why. <laughs> I came to give you back this ridiculous book. Yes. <laughs> what, let me explain to people. What happens is... Have you got some music? Okay, what happens is, everyone that comes here as a guest gets this book that's been signed by every comedian and every person at, at Cliff Central. And it was a book that was given to Ben Kapinski, I think, first. It's a thousand quotes on golf or something. Yeah, a thousand reasons to love golf. Oh, man. And it's horrible. The typesetting is in like it's 15 point. The guy at the back has got a, one of those pictures standing in his study of all the books that he's um, published. And now these days, I'm not impressed if you can publish a book. Yeah. You're not because you're not, you can't do it. Um, hasn't who's who's published a book recently? Hasn't a lot of people. No, but our comedian friend, uh, who he's got um, a book. Don Packett's got a book. I know. And Trevor probably has a book. Trevor's got a book coming out now, but that's yeah. proper real. That's part of his contract. You've got to bring out a book. Oh, you got to okay. go on the book tour. You got to go on all the talk shows. So thank you. Real, so you literally right. came back in here to return yeah. a book. Okay, talk nicely into the microphone and tell us how your comedy career is going. It's going great. <laughs> yeah, being sarcastic or real? <laughs> yeah, I'm being for real. It's going Seriously, great. Seriously, getting gigs. Yeah. Yes, now I uh, now I am. Where did now, you go? Um, I've been all over the place, Dave. I've been I've been okay. Wait, let me whip up my 
my calendar. <laughs> Jeez, when you said, let me whip out my... Yeah. Like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> that it was going to get weird. Dude, I've been everywhere. Why is this mic doing this? Okay, there we go. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Just twist it a bit up towards your mouth, your mouth area. So I sound yeah, there sexy. You go, there you go. go. Oh. Where have you been? I've been everywhere, dude. I, I, I got my first paid gig at the box. Dude. Your first paid gig? Yeah. You know what I find weird is a lot of comedians use that as a, as a yardstick. Well, like, it's, it's, um, it's they even tweet about it. My first paid gig was at the box. <laughs> well, no, no, not my first paid gig. My first, first paid gig at the box. At the box. But oh, you've been yes. open micing the box for, for a while. Yeah, for, for ever since day one. I've okay. been. I think it was one of the first three places I've played. The first stage actually was Kitcheners, then Parkers, okay. and then the box. So you had all those things happen. So yeah. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pl- unplug this, and then I'm gonna plug this in here. Okay. And, and this goes to um, this goes to Chris Forrest, hopefully. Oh, okay. Do you know Chris Forrest? Yes, he was the judge. He was no, he was the judge at the final of the oh. Grab the Mic competition, oh, really? which I won. Chris Forrest was a judge. Yeah. Chris, can you hear me? Hey. Who says that? Jeepers. Hello? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Someone, we got a cross. I, just, I thought I was on hold there. No, no, you're not. Someone was shouting, go for it. Yes. It, um, well, if you really want to know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, I've got no guests on my podcast. I'm phoning like bottom of the barrel comedian friends here. <sighs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks. It's, a, it's a pleasure. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> That's how we welcome all our guests. <laughs> But uh, Lovely to be here. I'm, I, I'm uh, thinking here's my, in my head. Show, right, right where it should be. <laughs> where um, you? On the toilet. Somewhere in between shouting at the Joburg water people. Okay. And, um, and, and doing, pulling weeds out of my garden. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So how are you? Hi. <laughs> I'm I thought, wonderful. How I thought the you? guy shouting in the background was like your own personal, like, um, a guy who, who makes you feel good about yourself. Like he follows you around. So whenever you're feeling down, he just shouts, go for it! You can do it. No, that was that was that was me shouting go for it because um, <laughs> if you want to know the whole thing, they are trying to get my neighbour's permission to dig up his driveway, but he's not there. He's at work. I see. So I was phoning him, and then I was trying to see if he was okay with it, if his tenant was in or not, and then he said he's not going to stop them. He doesn't care. Jeez, so, our podcast uh, just went from from ecstatic to highly boring now. Yeah, but let's talk about the homeowners off, associations. <laughs> Hmm? Are you a member okay, of the uh, body corporate? Well, I'm a, I'm a member of the residence association Ooh, of body corporate, which is title. That's very mature. Yes. <laughs> I'm a member of a couple of body corporates too. I'm I'm that guy. Oh, I've got nothing I, better to do. I have trouble with body corporates, man. They send me letters. They say they're going to blacklist me for not paying my levy. And I'm saying, well, then come and cut the verge. <laughs> cut the grass. <laughs> Do your job, buddy. Corporate Do something. <laughs> who, who's that other voice there in the studio? You, okay, well, let's play. Guess the voice. Um, yeah. I won't say who it is, but person sitting opposite me, say some stuff. Say some of your stuff. Um, I don't know. I won. Grab the mic the other day, and you were the judge. He doesn't even oh, remember okay. that. <laughs> he doesn't remember who won. He won. Grab the mic the other day. Can I, can I call you back? Yeah, why not? We got. I'll play a song. Awesome. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. So that chased him away. Chris Forrest, Tabisa <laughs> says hi, Chris, and Chris goes, "Fuck you, I'm leaving." Yeah, he's like, oh, "No, I'll call you back." <laughs> okay, well, I'll go back to my song. So, Tabisa, do you want to grab the mic? Yes. So, do you think that has it changed anything in your in your life? I think just a little bit. 
But what changed? In what way? Like, in terms of how everyone views me now, wow. in terms of comedy and whatnot. So they kind of like, ah, yes, you are, you are it real. It is true. I didn't realize, like, in because of doing comedy for 16 years, I don't see it in the eyes of someone who's just starting out. But what yeah. you need is that credibility. So if you can put it on your CV, you can put it on a poster, winner of, it's Comedy Central, so mm. it's legit. Yeah. If you win the, the Kempton Park Community Center open mic competition <laughs> in your church, you, it's, you can't put that on your poster. Yeah. So you've got a major credibility with Comedy Central there. Have you won the Kempton Park Community Church Center? No. Because I, I, I actually won that. I, I, I was also the only one who didn't know this. that existed. <laughs> and what happens is, any church I realize now has got a sitting audience. They're sitting there on Sunday. They're yeah. there at eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Thousands of them go up and do some open mic, man. Just go hit them hard. Yeah, the only thing they do is chuck you out. <laughs> but you would have said what you wanted to say. Yeah, you've said your stuff. You're like, thank you, and you drop. You literally drop the mic because they got those strong sure fifty eight. I don't know how that go, that'll go down. Well, they can't do anything to you. The Christians are very passive. They're not, they can only oh, they're supposed to be. Yeah, you don't see Christian bombings any, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so now, oh, you've got credibility. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why you got paid at the box. Because they can also put it on their... See, what happens is it's both ways. The promoter wants to say, these are the guys we've got. Mm-hmm. So when I put on a comedy night, it's so weird. People say to me, who's on? So I go, to be so much longer than me. I've got uh, Tats and Konza. And they go, who are they? Then you've got to say the words. You've got to say, well, Tats is a presenter on... South so, Africa talent. Yeah. Tabisa won the open mic and the roast battle. Then they go, oh, oh okay, okay. Because you can't just say, oh, no, he's just some, some guy. Oh. Mean, so in mean, the meantime, mm. your comedy hasn't changed. You still, you just got a strong exactly. comedy back. Yeah. Mm. It's weird. I don't like the credibility thing, but it's, it's a game. You it, play. It, it's real. It's actually real. I, I, I saw this. It happened. Even after the roast battle. Have you been offered, has an, an agent stepped up and said, I'll run your stuff for you? Or in, I'm trying to, what, would it be a oh, Zulu yeah. agent? <laughs> I will run your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a Zulu <laughs> I don't know Zulu accent Hey Zulu accent hey. I don't even know Matches. Proper Zulu accent <laughs> <laughs> like, But it's Like yeah Kind of In a uh, way Chris Forrest is fighting back Should we answer Yeah He's good Should we just, say, should we just say Chris Chris we're um, busy Hello <laughs> Sorry we can't take your call right now Please hold uh, Gary Cliff Central <laughs> Podcast We're very busy Even if you're a famous comedian <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, sorry. Okay. Sorry, there was well, a, welcome a, back. a much more important phone call that came through. Well, it's nice. The nice thing is, in the show, we have it's like a proper show. This, Chris, I just want to say, we have like yes, ad, um, we have ad um, breaks and music. Tobisa was telling us about how his life's changed. I just want to apologise to all four of your listeners. Okay, cool. I, uh, <laughs> please, please put your phone on speaker so that the guys from Rand Waterboard can also be listening to this shit. <laughs> He apologizes too. Okay, cool. <laughs> the nice thing after the show is sex talk, so we're basically like a lubricant foreplay for, for, the, for another show. Um, ah, how, yeah. how are you? I'm good. I'm good. And comedy-wise, have you been doing anything? <laughs> um, yes. I, I, uh, I judged the Grab the Mic competition. How did they find um, you as a judge? What is, what is your credentials? As a judge, hmm. um, I'm willing to go to a place and rate comedians in exchange for a small offering of alcohol and food. <laughs> so you, as a judge, you don't even get paid? You don't get paid, no. So it has to be 100%. I, I, I've actually done it for the last three years. Okay, so you, you also what happens then is you also get to see a lot of the new acts. Am I right? Because you do mm. run a bit of an agency as well. This is true. This is true. So it's not, and, all uh, just, it's not all just fun and games and free beer. 
Yeah, and normally the one who's willing to give out the most sexual favors, he's the winner. So, uh, Tabiso won. If that was, was Tabiso <laughs> in studio with you, then, then he gives a magic hand job. Oh, that's when, that's when um, Nina Hastie's judging. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> and tell, tell me more stuff about your gigs. Well, you, have you, got, you did your one man show. That's the last time we spoke to you. That was a long time ago. That was a long June, time ago. Like August. Yeah, that was in June, actually. Jeepers. Time flies. It's yeah. fucking September. Yeah, I know. October. I know. Mendoza died. Um, he did. Yeah, he did, but his legacy lives on. Thank you. He'll, <laughs> always, he'll always be the big dog to me. Okay, now tell me, big dog. What have you got coming up? I have a beer fest coming up. Yes, that's, that's what I want. Tabisa and I are drinking breakfast beer. Yeah, We are drinking the... Um, first light golden ale from Devil's Peak Brewery. They don't sponsor us. I'm just saying what you're drinking. But what is your thing? Uh, I mean, how do you get involved in a beer fest as an organizer? Um, well, I like beer and I like festivals. So, um, I, like simple, wanted, I like simple answers. Fuck, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world. I've, I've always wanted to have a beer fest. And, um, and it's our, our residence association does certain events. So... Uh, so we decided to, to do a beer fest. Mostly for anyone else can come as well. In okay. fact, we encourage it. So we want people to come. When is it? It's, uh, it's on the 29th of October. 29th of October Saturday. at the Rand Park Golf Club. Okay. And it's, it's the Residence Association in terms of uh, security, putting up walls and fences and making you guys like a fortress so that no one can steal all your cool stuff. Well, not quite like that. You're actually not allowed to do that. We're That's building an 18-foot wall. <laughs> Yes, to keep the Mexicans out. So it's called the Trump War. I tell you, a lot, but, of Mexicans, um, a lot of Mexicans are moving to the Randburg area. Well, they, they come here and they look at our stuff and they're like, this place is crap, we're out of here. <laughs> they're attracted to Republic Road. Okay, so it's on the t- what time does it start and what are, who's going to be there? What beers are there? Who's, why? Why uh, did we come? There's, there's a lot of great beers. There's one crap one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so... It, the 29th of October starts at 10 in the morning. It finishes at 6 in the evening at the Rand Park Golf Club. There is uh, park and ride, secure parking. That's all over the neighborhood. Um, and then we've got a whole bunch of different beers on tap. We also have some wines and ciders. Okay. We have uh, we have two brewery going to be there. We have um, the Fryer Brewery. We have... Something keg. I should really know this, hey? No, no, it's fine. Uh, it's not, no pressure. Like you say, four people are listening. But the fact is, you've done it. Dave, Dave Brew is going to be there. Dave Brew's so got, a, awesome. got a little stall, I know. I've, I paid my deposit yes. to, to, a, a non, to a, like a weird bank account in Nigeria. Yes. But I won a um, So Dave Brew's going to have a yes. 10th and the other guys. I think it's a fabulous thing. that the, the, the nice thing about you is you say you're going to do something and you did it. You've now got an established and, thing. And it's all wonderful now. And uh, and there's going to be some superb German food. And music, um, entertainment, live bands or anything? Uh, we're working on it. Um, we've definitely got we've got an awesome DJ. We're going to have a wonderful host called Chris Forrest. Okay. Um, we're heard. looking at an Oompa band. I like Oompa bands. We all like Oompa bands. Who doesn't? <laughs> you know what the um, problem is? I'll tell you, to be honest now. When you get to the festival, mm. you see the Oompa band, and the first thing you think, like, oh, fuck, look at these losers. And then 15 beers later, you're, like, requesting songs, dancing with people. Oompa band brings out – it's something to do with the bass um, chakra or something. Or the fact that they sound magical when you're drunk. Um, Tabisa has no idea what an Oompa band is. He's looking at no. me. I'm trying Oompa, to Oompa was Google. the original the original gangsters, the proper – like, before Kwaito, there was Oompa. 
Oh. Have you ever heard of Oompa Pops? <laughs> <laughs> that is so horrible. <laughs> That's an Oompa band that plays pop music. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. We, we like to have you on the show, but uh, we, we don't know what to say to you now. We've run out of questions. You've got a beer festival. You're doing successfully well. How's your, your babies? No, he just a, hang up. That's he just hung up on us. It's fine. It's like, oh, no, he hasn't. He's still there. Hang up on you. No, you're there. You're there. You're there. I've got an old phone because I'm waiting for a new one, okay. and then my touch screen doesn't go off when I'm on a call. And so, um, well, we we found out. We, we, uh, Brendan Murray was on before you. He told us some interesting facts. The oldest prostitute in the world. Guess how old she is? Uh, 72. No, I said that as well. She's 80 something. 86? <laughs> Where have you guys been going out? <laughs> it seems like you guys have a person. You have a specific person in, in mind here. <laughs> Sorry, let me rephrase the question. The oldest one in the world. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, then Because <laughs> I think I know, I know exactly the one from the Rock Paradise. That's the same, that's the same one, eh? Yeah, the ones who've got gold watches for good service. Yes. And she had a, she had a, um, labia bronzed. What? <laughs> what? Feels like feels like he's shagging a bag of knickknacks. Fantastic. Now listen, I've done that. Um, we, we're going to do a <laughs> festival hasn't? roundup. Have you got any comedy festivals that you'd like to organize, like a, a, a thing that you can get f- a few guys in a big tent and do something? Have you got something like that up, up your sleeve? Do, do I have that? Yes. N- no. I'm still currently, I was just uh, when I muted you, I was telling you I'm looking for a sponsor for my cooking show. Oh, you want to do a cooking um, show? So uh, if any sponsors are, are keen, no, uh, no one's listening to, to this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah you never know. You never know. There could be that one guy. Hey, who's like, wow, this is gonna make. What is your cooking? Your cooking? What's your cooking show premise? Are you going to cook with celebs? Are you going to do something boring? Are you going to go wild? It's just a live show. It's called "Don't Burn Your Sausage." It's how to get laid with food. Oh, excellent! Sorry, Chris yeah. Forrest and how do you software. how do you how do you get a how do you get a fat chick into bed? Piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> I hate wow. those jokes. Well, you would know. <laughs> Chris, um, you made me do a shit joke. Now, have you got any um, gigs uh, lined up for us that we can come to? Because I know you do run a few around town, Mozambique. Uh, Mozambique and Kruger's up on the 26th of October. And I'm doing the one and in then, November. Uh, yes, you're doing the one on the 30th of November. Okay, that's so yeah, yeah, When am I doing, man? Oh, yeah, Tabisa wants a gig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to say, Dave, please this is focus. Awkward. Um, this is awkward. Don't hesitate. <laughs> he, I just want to say, he, he's missing. <laughs> anyway, on the line, on the line, we have uh, um, Brenda Murray. Love and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I, did, did you, you win your round as well, the roast battle? Yeah, yeah. And the open battle. Yes. Dave, did you win the roast battle? Yes. I did win the roast battle. Oh, look at you guys. Roast Battle champions. Mm-hmm. Together. Uh, I reckon how the Roast Battle works is the same as my podcast. I invite people, they cancel, and whoever comes in is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whoever makes it, I made it. This Roast thing, how do you feel about it? I, I wasn't a fan, obviously, until I won. Now mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck, I just didn't dig it, man. I didn't like saying, I love the guys. I love I love Laz. I love um, Yassine. And I was like, I have to say stuff about them that was properly bad. Yeah. Jeez. But true, hey? No, it was all true. <laughs> it has to be true. You see, I told him that he did some sort of a, a suicide joke bomb where he just he just left <laughs> and he gone. <laughs> Took us all with him. Ooh. Anyway, Chris, go look at the water. Don't look at the water. No, go and look at the water. Go and see how your water's going. Oh, no, it's not for me. It's for, it's just for my neighbor. Because he doesn't have a bell, so they're shouting over his wall oh, no. in the hope 
even though there's nobody in the garden or nobody home, in the hope that uh, that after like an hour and a half of shouting, somebody would finally go, wait, I didn't hear you for the first hour, um, <laughs> but now I hear you. That's a bit like the big Lebowski. Let me have a look again if the money's in the toilet. <laughs> now listen, do you, do you realize that you've got five minutes of comedy there from that? From what? From what happened to you this morning with the water. I really didn't. Didn't I, uh, It's going to become? No. You know, it's going to become comedy. That, yeah, but that new material thing is so old school. I, uh, I'm all... <laughs> you stick with the ones that work. Stick with what works, man. Yeah. I, I died at a golf day the other day for a trucking company, and but died properly, where the people actually... You know when they fold their, their whole body? You know, I can understand someone folding their arms when you say a shit joke. Mm-hmm. And some people fold their leg away from you. Have you done that, Chris? You can just see they're like, uh-uh, not into this shit. This guy, these, this guy, the, the whole audience folded their entire bodies like a shongololo that curls up. What? <sighs> what were you saying? Have you got a show? Is there a well, show there? Yeah. Well, okay. if I was one of your four listeners, I'd definitely be hiring you for the next show that I put on <laughs> if I ever have a golf day. I'd be like, Dave Levinson's the guy. He's the guy. All right, then I've got a nice little story about a guy coming to my house and looking over my wall and trying to get me to open the door so he could dig up my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's very funny. Funny story. Let me tell you a funny story. Are you going to, have you done the Durban Comedy Circuit? Have you been over there to, to those clubs? Um, I went I went once. I did the I did the Mozambique there for for uh well, for I say for Jim, but it was really for yes. the guys from the Mozambique. Okay. And um But you must go. Yeah, Apparently it it's was, really good. You'll do s- almost seven or eight nights and they f- I think they fly you there if you're from Joburg if you ask them nicely and it's a really cool setup. I like it. I like the fact that Durban's got something happening. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I'm very, very convinced. I just, uh, I, I'm just. You know what I like to say? Up. What you really feel? Because here's the thing: I've got a, a guy doing a Christian comedy festival, and, I, and I'm like totally against it, and I just don't know what to say to the guy. Which? What's his name? I don't know. I can't say. It's for the colored. I always worry about you know the Christian comics that they 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 talk about boning a chick in the bedroom while her husband's outside, and then they say I do Christian comedy because I don't swear. But, that's, um, that's exactly but what I wanted to say. Like, so you don't it swear. Say, thou shalt not say fuck. <laughs> exactly. It says, um, it says, thou shalt not commit adultery, which is, you know, kind well, of. You got, uh, I like the fact that the word thou is the first time it's been used on this podcast. Is it? Thou wilt wow. net nay use that word against. <laughs> do, do I get some sort of a special placard now? You do. You get a free beer from uh, Dave Brew. <laughs> I don't, I've had it. Um, <laughs> I gave you some beers backstage when you did your show. Did you, did you, you try did, them? And, and do you know what? You only had the sad part. You gave them away. I did try them. I was saving them for a special occasion. And then when I eventually drank them was when I was so drunk that I can't remember what they taste like. Okay, um, well, that's good. I, actually, that's how my beer should be drunk. You must have several yeah, other so beers before you have mine. It was the point. It's called ex-girlfriend. You know exactly how she's going to taste. Oh, <laughs> you just sip it down, <laughs> Chris. Okay, good. I don't know what to say well, to you, man. We need to, I, I love you and I dig your comedy, and we need to do some more stuff. We got to take over, and and also agents. Let's talk about that next time. Why don't you come into the yeah, studio next time and have all, these, all these young, funny people there um, that are getting in the way. So. Uh, if it's a bit an accident on the way out, then that's not the worst thing. Okay, good. I'm just putting it out there. All right, so. I'm with you. Also, give one of them gigs. To <laughs> <laughs> be so desperate for a gig. <laughs> I'll, I tell I'll, you I'll give you a gig soon, but uh, but perhaps not in Krugersdorp. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Tobisa goes down well in Krugersdorp no. on Wednesdays we in the, one of the gardens it's there. A, 
It's an interesting used one. Used to. Used to. <laughs> but listen, you know what I say, tell young comics? They say, have you got advice? I say, if you can't get gigs, find a little club or spot, find six of your friends, get a little speaker and a, and a microphone and start your own gig. Or win, grab and, the mic. Or win, grab the mic. Yeah. Or find somebody with the same surname as you. <laughs> That's it. Who's your? What's your surname? Mshlongo. But it's so easy. And then Who's the other Mshlongo? And is it, he's not a comedian. He's not a comedian. He's... Sumizi. Yeah, Sumizi is just a personality, I guess. Yes, no, we, we know who Sumizi is. But, <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. I thought... Chris, I, I want to wish you luck, first of all, for uh, Don't Burn Your Sausage. And that was... I Thanks. mean that. And then also, I won't see you at the beer festival because I'm doing like land corporate events and basically doing Kurt's Comedy Club, which is voted number nine in the world. <laughs> By some random guy with a blog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and but they got a trophy out of it. Brilliant! You know what I like is the fact that that's a guy who either has or hasn't been to those clubs, but put it up on his on his thing and said, "Well, these are the clubs to go to in the world." And good luck to them. Like they they're using it as a PR thing. But I'm going to interrupt you. I have to go again. I've got somebody more important. Ah, well, don't phone back. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Thanks, Chris Forrest. Goodbye. Now what we do is we go back to this thing. Is it coming through my ears? Uh, that's coming through the actual machine. Yeah. Okay. That we'll still sounds cool. There we go. We're back. Okay. Um, I'm now going to phone someone else. Yeah. I'm supposed <laughs> to cheap as You guys have airtime for days. Does Gareth Cliff pay me for these fucking calls? I don't think so. Okay. So the next guy we're phoning is actually Rabin Harduth. Do you know him? No, I don't. I actually... Saw the name on Facebook this morning. You saw Rabin's name on Facebook. Yeah, suggested. <laughs> it was suggested. Hello, Rabin. You're live on the Gas Comedy uh, Podcast. Friday morning, nine at, at ten to ten. You're driving. Yes, and yes, I'm, you, I'm driving. You, I'm, I'm very I, I took my kid for vaccination yesterday, but then the lady didn't fill in the chart, so I've got uh, to take him see. back. So he got the vaccination, but didn't get the accreditation. Yes, didn't get the so I'm going back to go. To go, how dare you? <laughs> and also, you're married. You're married and to then, a lawyer. Not right down. That it was you that hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> so now, listen. Did he? Did he dig it? Was he just confused? Yeah, it was cool. It's, it's, it's like 15 seconds of. I'm sure he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but then, but then I go, oh look, a giraffe. Then he's all good again. <laughs> cool, you are good at distraction. I do. I know. I know your vibe. So now, um, so you got a, a, your legal your legal team, which is your wife, made sure that you get that certificate. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, Tom, basically, yeah, she's the one that did the checkup. <laughs> so she was like, "Oh, very nice, took kid. Did you get the paperwork?" Um, so funny. Um, it's so funny uh, for an Indian for an Indian um, guy. He did a, you did a cash deal at the at the hospital. Hey, you didn't even get yeah. an invoice. Yeah, but this came at the mall of the south. Okay. That's where you go. Yeah, if you want drugs, basically <laughs> illegal drugs for kids. Okay, go. now, now here's a, uh, we start off obviously with not such good news. We had a show tonight for your Atlanta swimming uh, school. It's been yeah, postponed. unfortunately, it's a, yeah, well, one of the one of the organizers passed away, okay, so, so they've postponed that gig. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically, all your payments, everyone's money and stuff, will just stand over till they get the next available date. No, no, no worry about payments. Shame the guys. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. what comedians did you have lined up? That's the it's the third time you've done this. Hey, or, or, or fourth? Time? Yes, it's, it's 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 the third year in a row. Okay. And we had a great lineup. Uh, was yourself, Chris Forrest, uh, Mojack, Lehoja, Lehoko, oh. um, Richie, 
Richard KWV Mattel. Are you driving in a convertible? Because you're driving through some, some mud. <laughs> no, I'm not driving through convertible. I just have you on speakerphone. Okay, and cool. then I'm, I'm holding the phone up like I'm about to. I'm holding the phone like it's a slice of pizza. But I'm not biting. <laughs> it is, because they can't arrest you if you hold it. Like, I know what you mean. You. You're holding it like this. Yeah. So they can't arrest yeah, yeah, you because yeah, like you're actually. Exactly like that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm like going to eat this phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy who made cookies shaped like a phone and then he would put it on his ear and drive around and then when the cop came he just ate the phone and then the cop he looks like he actually made little Nokia cookies that's how fucking bored people are but you would do that yeah, I think it's called the iPhone 8 <laughs> iPhone uh, 8 yeah. no <laughs> okay alright now you tell me more okay. about, um, about uh, the, the thing that happened this last weekend Oh yes, I did a little. I did a thing that was. Uh, sorry, I'm getting the ticket out the machine here. There we go. Uh, the the. You know what I like? We phoned. You, we phoned you. We phoned Brendan Murray, and we phoned Chris Forrest. And you all. Yes. You're all way too busy for my podcast. I mean, <laughs> sorry for this. No, no, wait. Sorry for inconveniencing you. He's gonna call at nine. No, I was like, sorry. no, no, he's not calling Jeeves. at nine. He's sorry, calling man. at three. Sorry, Brendan. Okay, so Brendan spoke a lot, week. and Chris spoke a lot. <laughs> Who's Brendan Murray? He's a, Murray, he's a comedian, he's an actor, voiceover artist, and he organized all the comedians for the Rocking the Daisies Lemon Tree Theater. Oh, team. I know that guy. Yeah, he's a chilled oak. Chilled guy, lacquer guy as well. He got beaten up by Siv and Gacy in the charity boxing match. Mm. Wow. But who who hasn't been beaten up by Siv and Gacy? You're like, why are you beating from your ears? And he goes, for the kids, for, for the, the kids. kids. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, tell us about Clarence. How did you okay, so firstly start from the beginning? Broke. How did you organize it? Okay, it took me three years to organize it because no, I found like initially there was just like a lot of like you know a little a little town syndrome, and then I was like, hey, I want to do a comedy festival here. Little town syndrome. Like, I had that once. Okay, you <laughs> yeah, got you got three minutes to tell us how successful it was. Okay, so um, out of the the nine shows that we had originally planned, we we played seven due to venues either putting out or the rain and the rugby. I like it when I like it when a venue show. when a venue puts and out. yeah, and then the yeah venues pulled out because my ex girlfriend's name she was Russian. Ah, <laughs> oh, she pulled out. Oh, and so, so, so <laughs> wait, I want to I want to talk to you now. Stop stop go, giving me opportunity to make jokes. I'm trying to give you facts. You're telling me to make jokes. So facts, yes, it was really good. I think the attendance was. I haven't worked on the final numbers, but I reckon we were close to 65, 70% attendance for the shows, um, which was great for the little comedy festival that could, you know, it was just, it was a, a wing and a prayer and it was more a case of what's possible instead of what's profitable. Good. So, so you're you know, you're saying you never made money. I never made money. Fuck, Rubin, that's not lacquer. You work hard. No, but, but you know, it's lacquer. What's lacquer is now free state tourism is saying, hey, next year, come see us. Okay. SAB Miller who did a small little, like a small little sponsorship deal with like banners and a little bit of product and stuff like that. They were like, come speak to us or be, that's, that's my kid. He was like, come, come speak to us. <laughs> he was like, come, come speak to us before Friday, before February. Yeah. Yes. Speak to us before Feb, speak to us before Feb. And then uh, we'll put you down on the budget. Okay, for so the I would say that the move was smart then. You, you're not, you're yes, a smart the move, man. I, I knew, I knew that this was a thing. Someone has to just go out there and go, here's a thing. Like, and 
I've, I've coined the phrase comedy tourism because <laughs> that's kind of what Listen, it is. You know what? It's a like, niche. No one else is doing comedy. it. No one else Don't is go doing see it. comedy here where you live. Exactly. Go see comedy by a place that you've never been. I mean, sex, sex tourism was been. unknown a couple, until maybe the 90s. Clarence, Clarence Tourism Forum. Yes. yes. There's a thing called Clarence Tourism Forum that's run by all the people that have all the businesses in the town. And for the most part, well, 80% of it, 90% of it, the two people, Tammy Hancock and Chris Pafanis, they were like, Cool. Absolute gems. They were the only ones who were like, do this, do this, do this. So there repeat. were some, you know, in these towns, there's like little rinky dink people that's kind of like, ah, I don't know what this means, a comedy. Uh, do, what, do they need drums? No, they do not need drums. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I want to congratulate you. I think you're going to come back into the show again next, maybe Thank next you. Friday. Thank you. Yes, I have to. Bro, yeah. don't bring your kid. And I'm going to, I mean, playing out with Jim Jeffrey talking about Donald Trump, but I want to say oh, thanks funny. to Tobisa for bringing back my, my book. You know it, man. I want to say thanks to you, Rabin. You've got, you're, you're progressive and I dig your stuff. Thank you very so much. Will the Clarence Festival happen next year? Uh, yes, but I've got to speak to you because I've got a business card because I punted you and you were there. Oh, yes. So next year in Feb, you may or may not have a date at the Clarence Beer Festival. <laughs> okay, doing fantastic. Oh, my cool. God. All right, let's do business on cool, the show. Man. Cheers, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Love you, Rabin. Bye. Cheers, guys. And to all sure, your guests, sure. I don't know who you are, but well done. Tell well, Simflongo. Simflongo. Check him out. He's a very funny guy. Tabi Simflongo. Tabi Simflongo. I book him for all my golf days in Krugersdorp. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Cheers, Rabin. Cool, man. Cheers, Dave. Okay, this is us. Good night, and thank you very much for listening to the Gas Comedy Podcast. Here's Jim Jeffries. San Francisco and Boston, and everyone's called me a fucking pussy with my liberal agenda. I'm in fucking Nashville right now. And if you want to shoot me, Now's the perfect time. There's eight cameras on me. I think we're good. I think we're good. Isn't it sad that the country's gotten to the stage that when you buy theatre tickets, you go, oh, get, get ones on the aisle so we can run. Everyone wanted to get in the middle. We're like, no, no, you're sitting ducks in the middle. You'll... So anyway... Donald Trump. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a lot of fun. There's, and there's a little bit of me, there's a little bit of me that when, uh, like, that thinks, fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it and see how fucking crazy shit can get. Because he just, because what happens is he says really simple shit that means nothing and then fucking dummies, right? If you've ever said this sentence, I like him because he's a straight talker, you're as dumb as shit. This is cliffcentral.com.